It was a year none of the seasons followed their own dictates. The days were warm, and the air hard to breathe without a kerchief, and the nights cold and damp. The wet burlap we nailed over the windows, stiff with grit that blew in clouds out of the west amid sounds like a train grinding across the prairie. The moon was orange, or sometimes brown, as big as a planet, the way it is at harvest time, and the sun never more than a smudge, like a light bulb flickering in the socket or a lucifer match burning inside its own smoke. In better times, our family would have been sitting together on the porch in wicker chairs or on the glider with glasses of lemonade and bowls of peach ice cream. My father was looking for work on a pipeline in East Texas. Maybe he would come back one day, or maybe not. Back then, people had a way of walking down a tar road and crossing through a pool of heat and disappearing forever. I ascribed the signs of my mother's mental deterioration to my father's absence and his difficulties with alcohol. She wore out the rug in her bedroom, walking in circles, squeezing her nails into the heels of her hands, talking to herself, her eyes watery with levels of fear and confusion that nobody could dispel. Ordinary people no longer visited our home. As a lawman, Grandfather had gone up against the likes of Bill Dalton and John Wesley Harden, and in 1916, with a group of rogue Texas Rangers, he had helped ambush a train loaded with Pancho Villa's soldiers. The point is, he wasn't given to studying on the complexities of mental illness. That didn't mean he was an ill-natured or entirely uncharitable man, just one who seemed to have a hole in his thinking. He had not been a good father to his children. Through either selfishness or ineptitude, he often left them to their own devices, even when they foundered on the wayside. I had never understood this obvious character defect in him. I sometimes wondered if the blood he had shed had made him incapable of love. He hid behind flippancy and cynicism. He rated all politicians somewhere between mediocre and piss-poor. His first wife had a face that could make a freight train turn on a dirt road. WPA stood for We Piddle Around. If he hadn't been a Christian, he would have fired the hired help, we no longer had any, and replaced them with sloths. The local banker had a big nose because the air was free. Who was my grandfather in actuality? I didn't have a clue. It was right at sunset when I looked through the back screen and saw a black automobile, coated with dust and shaped like a shoebox, detour off the road and drive into the woods behind her house. A man wearing a fedora and a white shirt without a tie got out and urinated in front of the headlights. I thought I could hear laughter inside the car. While he relieved himself, he removed his fedora and combed his hair. It was wavy and thick and brown and shiny as polished walnut. Some people must have wandered off the highway onto our road, I said. The driver has taken a leak in front of his headlights. His passengers seem to be enjoying themselves. Grandfather was sitting at the kitchen table, an encyclopedia open in front of him, his reading glasses on his nose. He deliberately stood in front of his headlights to make water so others could watch. I can't speak with authority about his thought process since I'm not inside the man's head, I replied. I picked up the German binoculars my uncle had brought back from the trenches and focused them on the car. There's a woman in the front seat. The second man and another woman are in back. 
They're passing a bottle around. I heard Grandfather get up heavily from his chair. He was over six and a half feet tall, and his ankles were swollen from hypertension and caused him to sway back and forth as though he were on board a ship. Sometimes he used a walking cane, sometimes not. One day he seemed to teeter on the edge of eternity. The next day he was ready to resume his old habits down at the saloon. He had gin roses in his cheeks and skin like a baby's and narrow eyes that were the palest blue I had ever seen. Sometimes his eyes did not go with his face or his voice. The intense light in them could make other men glance away. Let's take a walk, Satchel ass, he said. I wish you wouldn't call me that name. You've got a butt on you like a washtub. There's a